0: Welcome back to Worship Weekly. Please be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and most importantly, share Worship Weekly with someone else this week. This week, Reverend Jackson continues in the teaching of Revelations with Revelations chapter 20. Music is Miss Gloria S.S. singing "Just a Closer Walk with Thee." We had some issues with the recordings. We had missed Revelation 5. We went back and caught that up, and then we needed uh, 18 through 22. We're really getting fought hard, I think, by Satan on these last few chapters and finishing up this book. And I don't know why, but I think somebody out there really needs to hear it. We lost the first five verses of Reverend Jackson reading this week. So after the music, I'm going to go ahead and read the first five verses and then I'll turn it over to Reverend Jackson's recording.
1: Just a closer Mm -hmm. wall, just a closer wall, Mm -hmm. just a closer wall, just a closer wall. wall. the Underline of thousand years, that verse, verse five. But the rest of the day, and live not again until the thousand years. We're finished. This is the first resurrection. Verse six says, Blessed and holy is he that had part of the first resurrection, on such a second death had no power. But they shall be priests of God and of Christ, and underline shall reign with him a thousand years. That reign means to govern, will be governed with Christ a thousand years. And when a thousand years are expired, Satan shall be loosed out of the prison. On the line, verse seven, and shall go out to receive the nations which are in the four corners of the earth, God and God to give them together to battle, to none of whom is as the sand in the sea. Now let me go back and give you some notes on a verse of scripture, chapter 20, verse one. In chapter 20, we will see four outstanding things. Number one, the binding of Satan. He will be put in prison for 1,000 years. We might say he will be placed in God's penitentiary in verses 1 to 3. The second thing, the reign of Christ and his saints for 1,000 glorious years in verses 4 through 6. The third thing we see is Satan loosened for a little season to test those who will be born during the millennium. He makes his last great drive to conquer the world and overthrow God. He comes to utter defeat and meets his eternal doom in verse 7 to 10. In verse 4, the fourth thing, in the last part of chapter 20, we see the judgment of the wicked dead. There are no righteous dead here. Only the wicked did. The righteous have already been judged for their stewardship and have received their rewards at the marriage supper of the Lamb. We need not speculate on the identity of the angel. In our first verse, I believe Jesus personally binds Satan and put him into the bottomless pit and will see to it that he does not escape. There could be no millennium, no time of peace. As long as Satan is loose, this is the day of Satan, the god of this world, the prince of the powers of the air, walking about us as a roaring lion. Evil men and seducers are waxing worse and worse. Verse 2, in this verse, Satan is called by four different names. The dragon symbolizing cruelty, serpents, symbolizes cunning and treachery. Devil is the deceiver, the temper of man. Satan means the opponent the enemy of Christ and his people. Satan is a person and not an influence or principle of evil. He can assume any form necessary to the damn soul. Ephesians chapter two verse two Second Corinthians four four Ephesians six, eleven and twelve the idea that satan is bound now it's ridiculous and unscriptural verse three after satan is placed in prison why would god release him remember israel will be in her own land for one thousand years in natural bodies she will build houses and inhabit them she will plant vineyards and eat the fruit thereof. she killed she will multiply by the millions, Isaiah 6, 65 6, 5. At the end of the millennial, there will be millions on earth who have never been tempted. If God did not permit them to be tested as were Adam and Eve and you and I, then God would be a respecter of persons. We know that he is not. Romans 2 and 11. Therefore, all who are born during the millennium must be tempted. Verse 4 to whom did pronounced, They and them refer they refer to the church. The Bride of Christ, them refer to them to two martyrs that went through the Great Tribulation. So we know that these two groups will reign with Christ during the millennium. The Saints were set with Jesus when he judges when he judges the world and in judge with him, and we'll judge with him. First Corinthians 6 and 2. If we bear our cross, now we get the crown then. No cross, no crown. These crowns and thorns are promised to the Christian. In Romans 8 and 17, 2 Timothy 2 and 12, when Jesus Christ comes to, first time the devil offers him a crown, he took a cross instead. He gets his crown in the millennium. And we'll get ours with him. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. John's first seized souls, and in the same verse they lived. Verse five, the rapture has already taken place. The saved dead have been raptured. This verse teaches that the last dead will not live again until the thousand years or finished. There's no such thing as a general resurrection both saved and lost will be resurrected. There are three phases of the resurrection. First one is 1 Corinthians 15, 20 through 25, tells us that Christ was the first fruit. Second, the second phase of the resurrection takes place when his church is caught up to the rapture, which we call the harvest, First Corinthians, Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 16. The third thing, the third phase, of the resurrection is tribulation saints or martyrs which are called the demons. All the wicked from Cain to their last person to live and died in death of a sinner will remain and then graze until after the millennium. And then they will be raised. The resurrection and the wicked will be the last closing scene of the resurrection of the dead. Verse 6, only holy people will have part in first resurrection. This verse teaches that we will not be resurrected in the first resurrection. We shall be priests of God and of Christ. Every believer is a priest which shall reign with him a thousand years. The word reign means to govern the kingdom on earth. Isaiah 11, 6 through 9. Isaiah 2 and 4. Luke 1, 30, 33. There are seven shalls. Four of them have been fulfilled. Luke 30, Luke 1, 30, 33. Zechariah 14, 4, 10, 11. Micah 1, 3, and 4. Isaiah 65, 20. They will die during 1,000 years. Verse 7 at the close of the millennium. Satan goes to the nations, deceiving millions. A m- number numbers, as a of to see, there are a group of people on earth in the millennium who doesn't like the Lord Jesus Christ at all. They are only obeying because they are under one iron rule that have authority over them. Jeremiah 17:9 and Isaiah 40 and 22. Verse eight: The first thing Satan does when he is released from the bottom of pit is to organize a war. War is over. War is one of his favorite enterprises. He gets together some of the descendants of the enemies of Israel, Gog and Magog, the devil's last war. Satan, verse nine, has agreed to deceive a great number. As the sand of the sea. They must, they march upon the breadth of their earth and completely circle the camp of the saints and the beloved city of Jerusalem when it looks like the case is hopeless and the holy city will be wiped from the face of the earth. A tremendous miracle from mighty God occurs Fire from heaven. Who is God? Who is Magog? Ezekiel 33, 38, and 39. The reference in these chapters is the first growing fast-growing power of Russia in communism. The true Russia descended from Japheth, the son of Noah, Genesis 10 and 2. Meshach, B-M-E-S-H-E-C-H, Moscow, the capital of Russia, and Tubro, T-U. B-A-L yeah, is the city of tomorrow, chief city of Samaria, C O B O L S came. The chief prince means prince of rush. When God sent fire down out of heaven and devoured the army around Jerusalem, there will not be one center left on the face of the earth only Satan will be left. God is about to deal with him. Verse 10, regardless of what you have been taught or heard of, read, hell is a place of literal fire, a place of well and gnashing of teeth. Hell is a place of a worthy worm never dies, a place of unquenchable fire, a place of fire and brimstone. Verse 11, the judge is not named, but it's, we have no difficult discovery of is john five twenty two The judge is none other than the Lord Jesus Christ himself. The Bible says that someday the earth shall mm-hmm. and melt away at second Peter three ten it will be at the presence of Jesus, the great white throne, the earth would naturally flee away because it has been cursed by sin and sin cannot stand the presence of God's judgment. Verse 12, these dead-on who are lost, the ones who did die unsaved, the lost people must face Jesus regardless of how wealthy or how poor, how great or First small. Verse 12, stand before God. I saw that Dead small and great stand before God, and the books were opened, and another book was open, which is the book of life, and the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works, and the sea gave up the dead, which were in it, and in death and hell to up the dead, which were in it, and them, and they were judged every man according to their works. Verse 14, 15 need to be on the line. Death and hell were cast to the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was was cast into the lake of fire. Stand before God. Verse 12 on the line is to stand before God. They are standing before God. Almighty with no place to hide. The mountains, the caves, and rocks gone, go on the clouds, the atmosphere, the earth, and have fled, and where the guilty stand before God with no place to hide. The books were open. One book will be open. Ecclesiastes 12, 14. There will be a book of deeds or works. There will be a book of words that lost people have said. There may be a book of sermons that last lost people have heard. No doubt there will be Songbook containing the gospel songs that that lost people have heard. In other words, all of the events of that transpired in lives that unsaved are recorded in God's books. Luke twelve forty seven forty eight, Second Corinthians 5, 10, 1 Corinthians three eleven through fifteen. You talked about the book of life. as another book the Bible, John 12, 48. The dead are not judged for the book of life, but are judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. If a man's name is not found in the book of life, he's cast into hell. Verse 15. There is some degrees in hell. Paul said it in Romans 3, 4. Matthew 11, 20, 24. Matthew 7, 23. Matthew 25, 41. Verse 13, the last enemy to be destroyed is death. 1 Corinthians 15, 26. Death itself will be cast into the lake of fire, and there will be no more death after the great white throne judgment. Death, the place where the bodies go, at the great white throne, judgment the bodies, Will be come out of the grave and his soul come out of it of Hades and be reunited, then both body and soul would be cast into the final lake of fire forever and ever and ever. This verse teaches verse 14 that when both body and soul are cast into the lake of fire, this is. Second death. This is the death that Jesus died for. Us on the cross, one who trusted Jesus will never die the second death. Verse 15. The books are here or there. The book of life is there. The records are all there. and all will be judged according to the record. There would be no back talk at the judgment. The record will speak, Paul said, let God be truth, Whatever man a lie. Romans 3, for God's record did not lie. Are your sins covered by the blood? It's really been a blessing to teach the book of Revelation. I'm going to be in Revelation 21 tomorrow. This is uh, December the Levitt, and I'm teaching this, and my wife just had her birthday the 4th of December, and my daughter just had hers the 10th of December. And I want to thank God for them two women because they've been a blessing to me. Uh, I went into a diabetic coma the other day, and my daughter and my wife come in and found me, Called the ambulance, they got me back. I thank God for it. I was hollering for some help. I was hollering for my wife to help me. Didn't even realize it. My daughter said, "But I want to thank the people who listened to the Book of Revelation." This is Brother Jackson. I've pastored for forty-four years. I still preach some. I'm crippled. Got a bad heart. Fifty percent of it not working. And uh, my wife. I wish y'all would pray for her. She's got the Lingard disease. That baseball player that died, they named it after him. And uh, she's going downhill, so she's not be able to walk too good. But I love her, and I've been married to her. We just had our 59. We've been married 59 years. And I, I love her. And I don't want to leave her, I don't want her to leave me. But I know we're all going to die one day. But I ask for y'all to pray for her. This is Ruby Jackson. And pray for Brother Danny Jackson. I just asked that y'all really enjoy the teaching of the Book of Revelation. I'm going to put some more albums on it tomorrow and give you the rest of it. I'm going to quit right now, rest a little bit. But I love all of you, and I appreciate it. And somebody that's listening to the Word of God, listen to my voice, If you don't know Christ as your personal Savior, I wish you'd give your heart to Jesus. I really would. I'm going to say this. that I was a Catholic, raised 31 years, working in a Catholic church. I was at every Mass that was said Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Wednesday night. And I thought I was saved. I'd done the 14 Stations of the Cross every year. And uh, I was highly rated in the Catholic Church, and that priest used me just about every service. And I did everything I could to think about, it. went to service and come back, and I had a car business, and God called me to preach when I was thirty-one years old. When I was thirty-two years old, He called me to leave, and uh, He filled me with the power of God in the woods. When the power of God came over and went through me, I could feel it. I was looking at the sun, I couldn't believe it. I had laid out a fleece of leaves. I was by myself on the squirrel hole. And I looked up at the sun, the sun kept coming down at me. And I got right above treetops and stopped. I looked right in the sun, and God filled me with the power of God. They told me he wanted me to go to college, and I did. And built a nice church over in Junction City, Arkansas, a little town of seven on it. Well, when I got through it after fourteen years, I was running anywhere from 100 to 150 to 200 people that were service. We run buses, run three buses on Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Wednesday night. We run a big bus, picked up people, had people saved Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. And I really loved that church, and then God moved me down to Pierre Park, uh, Louisiana, and I stayed down there nearly four years, me and my wife, and I took up a dead church with 15 people in it, and uh, built it up to 85 before I left it, almost four years, and I had to vote some people out of it. I had to get the police to come get them out of church. There's one who whip me. But God has taken care of me all through these years, and he's going to take care of me at the end. And I want you to know that I want you to know, without a shadow of a doubt, that if you're not saved, just bow down wherever you're at. Bow your head. If you're in an automobile, pull over to the side of the road, and bow your head. Ask Jesus to forgive your sins, and open the door of you all heart. Ask him come down and save you. And he'll go, and he'll have it, And I'll see you. I might not ever see you on earth. you hear my voice, but you'll see me one day in heaven if you get saved. If you are saved, just keep going to church. Serve the Lord the best you can. I love all of you, and I appreciate you listening to these tapes. Thank you.